So I'm trying to really narrow down the focus of my real estate business and understanding what brings me business, what doesn't bring me business, and really where I need to focus my efforts and my time. And I think that that's something that a lot of agents struggle with. So historically, if I look back at my business over the last eight years, the majority of my business has come from my sphere of influence. And then a subset under that would be from past clients. And there's a lot of brand new agents. They get so frustrated when they ask an experienced agent where their business comes from because they'll say referrals from past clients. And that's super frustrating if you don't have any past clients. But I was having a conversation with an agent earlier today and they're a brand new agent. They've been in the business for less than a year and they asked me, where is that business coming from? And one of the things that I did was I looked back because I track all of that stuff. And I looked back at my first year in the business and I had done seven deals that year and two of them came from my family. One came from doing call time. Another was an internet lead that came through the office and they gave that to me. Um, one was a referral from another agent. So that was where my first year came from. And then when I looked at the next year, I did some things through social media that helped me connect with what I would say is my sphere because they are people that I know, but they may be people that, that I haven't talked to, you know, since high school. And, and I heard something interesting when I first got into the business that, You know, if you haven't talked to somebody in five years, you really don't have the right to call them and ask for their business because you don't have that relationship anymore. And on one hand, I agree with that because I think one of the things that we've lost sight as as real estate agents is that this is still very much a relationship-based business. Your clients have to A, like you and B, trust you and see value you and your input and that's the struggle is making that differentiation to the consumer that hey we're not all the same we don't all do the same things we're very knowledgeable we care about you and your goals and what that is and we've lost sight of that and we think of it more transactional so in 2018, there's so many ways to communicate with people. Uh, I recently got a referral from one of my current clients who's in my sphere of influence. And he was talking to me about how to connect with this guy. And he said the best way to get a hold of him is going to be through WhatsApp. Now I knew what WhatsApp was, but I didn't even have it on my phone. So here I am having to download this app to connect with a new client that is potentially a million dollar buyer and, you know, could, could generate 30,000 or more in income and commission. So it's still relationship based. I still have to build a relationship with this guy. I still have to show him what value I bring to the table and what's different and why he should trust me for his million dollar purchase. And if we get back to that and I look at where my business has come from, so 
we said sphere of influence, past clients, and then social media has been a big aspect of that for me. I mean, I did 12 deals one year just off of Facebook, and that was through direct messenger. That wasn't even running ads and driving traffic to my website. That was literally opening Facebook Messenger every day and sending a message to people saying, hey, I'm in a referral contest at my office. Who do you know that's looking to buy or sell a house? And I either got a referral out of that or they were specifically looking to buy or sell a house. So connecting with people in that way. uh, I did open houses for a little while when I first got into the business and it was a complete failure for me for one reason really and one reason only. And I find this with a lot of different methods of lead generation, why people fail. So, you know, I would market the open house days in advance. I would put the signs out. I would have balloons out. I'd get to the house early and I would bake cookies so the house smelled good. I had refreshments, all of that good stuff. I'd have them sign in when they came in. I knew all the details about the house. I was knowledgeable about the home and the area. But the failure came in the follow-up. I just simply wouldn't follow up with these people or I would do it once and maybe not get a response and never follow up with them again. Well, obviously, if they came to an open house, they're either curious about selling their home in the area or they're looking to buy a house. And those people ended up doing a transaction with somebody, I'm sure, but it wasn't me because I simply didn't follow up. I've tried Fizbo's and expireds, and it's not something that I enjoy. However, I also never really put the effort into it to see the results. And the results can really encourage you and challenge you to do more and push harder and get bigger. But it's just not been an area that I focused on. The problem is, as real estate agents, we get so distracted by this method or this is what this agent's doing and they're really successful And I really believe a couple things that may sound a little contradictory, but I believe what works for one agent may not necessarily work for another. I I wholeheartedly believe that. And I also believe that any of these methods work if you do them properly, which means we have to take the time to learn it. We have to master it and we have to continually improve and push ourselves to get better. And we have to be consistent with it. And then regardless of which method we choose, open houses, sphere of influence, internet leads, FISBOs, whatever that is, we have to commit to the follow-up. We've just got to commit to the follow-up. Several years ago, I hired a buyer's agent onto my team and I gave him a bunch of internet leads that we had just honestly let fall through the cracks. And I just said, shake this tree and see what comes out of it. I'm sure, you know, you could probably find a couple of deals in there. And what we found out was the, these leads from the previous year, the, these were just from the previous year, so they weren't even that old. Ten of them that we know of bought a home. That's ten. My average sales price is $250,000. So that's $2.5 million in volume or $75,000 in commissions that I lost that year just from simply not following up with people. So you've got to understand the lead generation source and you have to own the follow-up. The follow-up is critical. So I think for me, moving forward, 
I've got to focus on the sphere of influence and past clients. And one of the things that we've implemented that is really helping that out is we've implemented the Brivity system, which has really, really helped with our follow-up. Um, it's given us tools to keep in touch with our clients and provide value through tools like market reports and CMAs and things like that. Uh, a text messaging service that's built into it. It was I was actually connecting with a lead earlier today on that. So those things are really awesome. But um, focusing also on building out the social side. I, I met with a really awesome girl this morning, and she has built an incredible social following doing blogging and uh, fashion stuff. So obviously fashion and real estate are two different industries. But what she understands about social is what we don't get as real estate agents. We see it as marketing and we throw out, hey, you know, I sold six houses last week. I'm awesome. So you should use me because I sold six houses last week. What she gets is, hey, here's a really cute outfit. It's affordable. And here's information on where you can get that. Okay. And she does get a commission from those sales, but she's not telling people, hey, I want to sell you this. She's saying, hey, here's a cool outfit. It's affordable. This is where I got it if you want to get it. And then she's built a following around that. And then most importantly, when people interact or engage with that or comment on it, she's following up with those people and engaging and interacting with them. So today, I think she's sitting on like 47,000 Instagram followers. And this is a girl in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is not... She actually lives in Fort Mill, South Carolina, a little small town right outside of Charlotte. So we're not talking about some Hollywood celebrity or some, you know, girl in L.A. that has all the latest this and that. Uh, We're talking about a girl with an iPhone in Fort Mill, South Carolina that has built a following of 47,000 Instagram followers. And that drives traffic to her blog. So I met with her this morning about how can we transition that into real estate? And build social around that. And while I was waiting to meet with her, I came up with a really, I don't want to say I invented it. I'm sure somebody else has had this idea because I'm not the smartest guy in the world. But something kind of hit me and, and I came up with a mission for the social aspect of our business. And that mission is that we're going to use social to get followers that leads to engagement that leads to conversations that builds relationships. So again, it all comes back to the relationship and we're going to build that side of the business. And that I think is going to help us grow our real estate business to new heights. So 2018 is our year to focus and nail down on those things and put the right systems and people in place to do that. So I can post something to Instagram, right? But someone that's got 47,000 followers knows what people are looking for, knows how to interact and engage with people and what, you know, the hashtags that work and all of that good stuff. So that's where my focus is going to go this year. And sorry that this has turned into such a long audio file. We're, we're at about 12 minutes now and I'm going to wrap this up. It's funny that I actually started this audio file as I was walking to my car and it was just supposed to be for me about three or four areas of my business that I'm going to focus on this year. And maybe it was going to be 30 seconds to a minute long, but then I thought that other people might be able to benefit from this. So I hope that this has helped you out a little bit. 
And if you have any questions or there's anything that I could do to help you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Hope that you have an awesome day. And I will talk to you next time.